Welcome to Mishnah study. We're up to Masechet Pe'ah, Perek Dalet Mishnah He. Over here in this Mishnah, we're going to speak about uh, the times in a day when an Ani is supposed to collect Pe'ah and how often really the homeowner is, 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 is supposed to, you know, leave the field open for Pe'ah, how often the Ani is supposed to come. So that's what our Mishnah is going to speak about. Shalosh Aba'ayot Bayom. Bashahar Ubahasot Uminha. So there are three abayot, literally means, according to Harambam, means requests, right? But it's times, times where the anim come in request. During the day, he learns it from the Pasuk in Yeshayahu, Im Tiba'ayun Be'ayu. And that's the, those are the three times that they come, the Aniim come, right? In the morning, in the midday, and during Minha time. I would just point out that Rabbeinu Abadeh Baratinura actually learns it a little differently. Uh, he learns that Abba. Abayot is a language of gilui, like revealed, right? Not as a request, but revealing. And he learns it from a Pasuk in Obadiah. Which over there, the Tergum over there uh, is Metregim Agleyan, right? It's a reveal. So over here, Harambano explains it as requests, right? Three, three requests, three times in a day that the Aniyim come. Now, why these three times? So Harambam explains, and it's based on the Yerushalmi, uh, that the ones in the morning are for the minikot, are for the nursing moms. Now, what does this mean, the nursing moms? Over here, Harambam is also a little bit unique. He says it's before the moms that need to nurse their kids and would need to eat beforehand, right? So Baratunura explains a little differently. Baratunura explains that it's for the moms who are um, also the nursing moms whose kids are sleeping in the morning, right? so they don't have enough time to go out right at that time. Harambam says, no, there's moms that need to eat in the morning before they nurse. That's the morning. That's for the nursing moms. In the midday, it's for the nyari, younger, sorry, for the, for the parents of the younger kids, right? The younger kids are still sleeping. They didn't get out, you know, until midday. So now those, um, those parents are able to get out, you know, around noon. Um, yeah, and they go until noontime. What about minha? What's the minha time for? That's for the elderly, the elderly, right? So they can come to the field. It takes them longer. They only get out until uh, around minha time. So those are the three times. Three times where the homeowner opens the field for the anim to come. Rabangam Neil said, Why are we saying these three times? Right? So the homeowner doesn't leave any less than that. Right? Meaning, if he wants to open up his field five times during the day, go ahead. Right? The Akivado says the opposite. No. We're saying these three times. Right? So the homeowner doesn't add extra. Right, you know, it's it's an onus on the homeowner, right, on the bala sadeh to keep on doing this. No, so you can't have any more than that. Um, right, if you want to have less, you can have less. The homeowner wants to have one time during the day. Go ahead, you can have it once. So, uh, yeah, interesting. I just think it's also interesting. You know, Bangam Liel, who is part of an aristocratic family over here, he's really looking out for the Aniyim, and it'd be Akiva's opinion, it really, who's from a much uh, more poverty-stricken family, uh, is actually the one who's giving the reason supporting the uh, homeowner, the, the, the field owner. I just think that's just an interesting anecdote. 
So yeah, continue on. Shel Bet Namer. What's Bet Namer? It's a place, place called Bet Namer. They would be malkitina lahevir. They would get. They would separate their peah for each. Uh, literally rope, but over here means row, right? They would measure long um, rope from start to finish the field. That's what we call omen ve omen is, and they would give on every single uh, row. Right, this is really good. They're speaking to their shevach, their praise, right? That they would actually give for every single row. Uh, it's just important to point out that when we give, you know, more often, I know a few people ask me this question, you know, separately. If we're giving the same percentage of pe'ah, why is it so important that we're giving on, you know, two fields instead of one field? Why is it uh, praiseworthy that they're giving on every single row? So for one is if there's different crops. So now the aniim are getting each crop. Each crop could be different, so we get each crop. Even if it's the same crop, it's much easier for the aniim. You know, imagine if there's one big field, many acres, and they just need to go to, to one corner. That's what, you know, they go to one corner, that's where it's from. Wherever they come from, they have to go make their way to that one corner. Over here, on each little separate field, right, they know each field is going to have pe'ah. They don't have to guess which field it's going to be. Every field has pe'ah. Uh, and over here, even every single row that they go to, there's something at every single row for them. So that's praiseworthy. Uh, Rambam just sums up at the end and says, Halakha is not like Rabban Gamliel, nor is it like Rabbi Akira. Rather, the three times that we said that they're allowed to come, that's exact. No more and no less. So, and what's the point of it? So the Anim have a specific time. The Anim know that during these three times, we could all get together, everyone, everyone has an equal share in the Pe'ah, and everyone could collect at the same time. So it's really all there for the Anim's benefit. That sums up this Mishnah.